to another episode of That's Rap Podcast, where you're listening to three gentlemen who sat through. Wow, what enough. was that we just witnessed? And <laughs> sat through enough. Hey, the wah, good news wah, is wah. the Raptors outscored the Celtics in the third and fourth quarters, and that's all we are going to talk about. The second half. <laughs> the second half. <laughs> that one. Uh, that one was tough. I'm just trying to remember when was the last time we were down or we didn't look very good and it wasn't very far away. It was game number one. It would, that was a stinker. The Raptors just looked tired and, and it could, it could be just that it could be that the, the starters are playing such heavy minutes that they just came out lackluster. They, they didn't have any, you know, pep in their step. None of their shots were going in. The defense was okay, but there's only a certain hole that you can, you know, dig your out out of, and then they just dug their hole way too big. The largest deficit was about like 32, and that was like the third quarter. Then that that was it. So right now, the only positive I have is they're not eliminated. They're still well, in the series. Trying to figure out a lot of positives out of this is kind of like how Gasol played today. Zero point. Um, <laughs> there's uh, not nice, much you can get out of this outside of saying, again, yeah, their defense – Look, good defense is only going to get you so far because look what happened. They scored more than us, but not too much considering what they've scored before in the first and in the second. But that doesn't help when we're scoring nothing. So good defense doesn't override a lack of offense because in one way you're stifling what they're scoring, but in another way you're not scoring anything yourself. So you know, cutting down what they're scoring only does so much when you're scoring 11 points in a quarter, which is terrible. Yeah, and you know, I I know that we're gonna we're we're gonna harp on this, you know, being one of those games where, you know, the team just didn't look solid, and you know, to what Jason was saying just earlier, it, the last time we did see the Raptors play like this throughout the entire game, uh, you know, a part of it was game one first quarter, and and but the rest of that game, the the Raptors tried, you know, there were there was some decent effort there. I think the last time they looked like this for longer than a quarter was when they played Boston in the bubble, the, the one mm-hmm. uh, regular season loss in the bubble. And, you know, Boston hit hard in the beginning and, and they, they never let up in this one. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it goes two ways, right? The Boston was, was fighting through a very difficult defense and, you know, kudos to the Raptors for trying to keep themselves in the game with, with very solid defensive effort for, for majority of that first quarter. But, yeah, the shots just weren't falling. And if you were to tell me after game two that the Raptors needed, you know, 44 minutes a game from four of their starters and it led to victories in games three and four, but they'd be gassed in game five in a blowout, I would take that in a heartbeat because I, I think it was before this game that I was seeing a lot of tweets that people were really stressed out about game five. And I was thinking, you know what? I'm actually, more, I was more stressed before game three because you lose game three, that's it. Your season's done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with yeah. this, you know, to what you're saying, Jason, at least there's still another chance. We still got game six. You yeah. know, Nurse is going to come out with all of his stops, all of his tricks. So, uh, you know, it sucks, yes, but, you know, there's they're still light at the end of this tunnel and you can never underestimate the heart of a champion. Well, one positive that I could see out of this is we got so creamed that maybe nurse and company are looking at so much film and saying look this is terrible and maybe the the celtics are running on such a high that like the two games that we won we swoop in and take advantage of the situation that's all i could think of but the problem is they only need one more win now and 
that's where it gets stressful. We got to pull out two more wins in a row, which we've done. We just did that. So that's basically what we're going to have to do. But we've got to get over this hump. Like whether it's Siakam, whether it's any of the other starters not showing up, if your name's not Van Vliet or or Lowry, this thing where it's like there's a lid on the rim. We've got to figure this out because you know what that does? And this happens time and time again when we, the Toronto Raptors, have these types of games. We get sucked out of it unless, again, you are Kyle Lowry or Van Vliet or Powell, who not coincidentally had the best scoring in this game. Everybody else gets mentally sucked out of it. They look exhausted. OG didn't even look like he was on the same planet. Siakam with like 10 points looked exhausted. He looked out of it. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Because you're putting up so much of a defensive front, so that's energy. Then you're not scoring anything, and they let it get to them, and they lose all life. So this looked like it was over in the first quarter, in my opinion. They just looked so out of it, so oh, yeah. uninterested. And that's the thing. You, It's a playoff series. you got to fight through it. That's why somebody like a Kawhi Leonard, who's robotic, he doesn't have feelings, fights through this, and then there's life in it again. We need that again, where somebody doesn't get affected. But even if they're scoring poorly, like Leonard the other day, scored poorly considering his standards. Do you think this is going to affect him in game three of the Clipper series? No, I don't think so. We yeah. can't let it affect us. I got to shout out our good friend S. He, he says it the best. The tale of two series has been good starts and whichever team controls the pace from the jump wins it. I feel like outside of game two, because that, that was closer than it needed to be. But th- this one, it was the first quarter that that was it. We were down by 14 and it's not like we, you know, Boston blew us away. They only got 25 points. It's that's that's kind of normal. But the problem is we had 11. And if you look at the stats, and it's not like Boston really shot better than us. 49% from field goal percentage, 32% uh, three point percentage. The problem is, is that in the free throw category, they got Ooh. 24 makes and we only got 11. To me, that means that we're not, you know, playing defense with our feet. We're tired. We're reaching. Whenever Celtics are driving, we're reaching. And and li- like you said, Dre, you know, the entire time we're playing hard, hard defense and then they get bailed up because of a foul or, you know, there's an open three and then we just get deflated. Right. And so, yeah, you're right. We we can't just go in there and be like, OK, let's try our best in the second quarter. No, you got to go from the jump and you got to keep running, running, running again. Kudos to Celtics, man. Like they, they are eliminating all of our strengths, which is transition games, bench and threes. All of those are eliminated at this moment. So somebody has got to step up from the jump. It, there wasn't any life. So also it was a pseudo Toronto Raptors like home game. There isn't a fan base that could kind of like spark the energy and they kind of have to ha- get it in in themselves. So it was it was kind of a tough, tough watch. But Jay, is there anything that they can do in great in game six? So with their backs against the wall, uh, I'm going to answer that by refuting a couple of things that you guys said. First of all, okay. um, I think that we are we are well past talking about Kawhi Leonard. Like he is not a part of the team. He has not been all season. I'm yeah. not saying that I miss the guy. Yes, he helped bring us a championship, but you know, you saw it even last season that this offense, it was a tale of two offenses last year, right? One that was very fluid with the ball and, and, and passed it very well and had a very efficient offense without Kawhi. And then the ISO heavy one, which relied on him and was obviously very helpful in the playoffs, but that's not, that's not who we are anymore. Right. And, and, uh, 
uh, I think that the way that this offense is run, it's it's been you know it's been an average offense, and I know that you need a, a something a little bit more efficient in, in this kind of scenario. But again, the Boston is a, a top four defense. So uh, they absolutely did their part in terms of shutting us down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from, from the standpoint of, of, of three pointers, you know, this was a, a repeat of, of game two in terms of it being exactly 10 of 40 in game one, 11 of 40 in game two, this was 12 of 40. So uh, it was another one of those where the, the shots just weren't falling. And um, you know, it, the eye test tells me that there were a bunch of wide open shots that just weren't falling. And that's similar to what we saw in games one and two. And what did we say at the time? We said that, you know, you just make a couple more of those and all of a sudden it's a different ball game, right? If, if the Raptors hit anything close to what they had did in the previous game, which was 17 threes, that's a 15 point difference, right? And mm-hmm. yes, that still gives Boston a win in this scenario, but that's that's what you're hoping for against an elite defense that also has so many scorers on offense. So uh, when when it comes to looking forward to you know adjustments or what can we do in Game Six, you know there was some there were a couple of games where the Raptors you know the outside shot wasn't falling, but in Game Two specifically we saw it where they just drove a whole lot more. Right in Game Three we saw yeah. that. Right, I think Kyle Lowry had something like uh, the twenty points in the paint, which is the most he's ever had in any game in his career, but that willed us to victory. And in this game, the Raptors were outscored 48 to 32 in the paint, which that aggression from Boston on the offensive end led to them having more free throws led to Mm -hmm. that plus 14 advantage in free throws. So, you know, you saw it in both areas, points in the paint and free throws. And that's where Boston really shone through. Like it doesn't matter that the Raptors actually hit one more three pointer than Boston. Boston was more aggressive. And on the offensive end, that's going to kill you. It did tonight. And on the defensive end, you know, the Raptors, they they had their moments, right? Still holding them to what they, well, actually, no, 111 is still a lot. That's way more than we should be giving them. But I, I, I think it really does fall on, you know, whether it is crashing the paint more and, and getting more points in the paint if the outside shot isn't falling. But I guess before that, if the outside shot starts falling, you know, keep bombing away because... The Raptors have no problem shooting at least 43s a game. If yeah. they get something close to 17 or 18, there you go. There's That's that's a victory right there. A couple of pauses I do want to point out. You, we did get to see a lot of uh, Matt Thomas minutes in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is great. 10 points, 2 from 4 from 3 point. Man, let that let that kid shine, man. Let Give him some more minutes. Like He's not going to be definitely a stopper for the Boston Celtics. He's definitely going to be exploited. But I feel like if you have Matt Thomas going there, like I think they did in Game 4 where they had uh, the, the D play in the zone so they can kind of cover Matt Thomas' tracks, I think that would be kind of nice. Secondly is finally we had our starters not play over 40 minutes finally mm-hmm. so you have kyle lowry fred van vliet pascal C. well pascal actually only played 28 but like kyle lowry he's been averaging like 42 minutes a game so having him play only 34 that's that's good you, you limit his minutes either from a blowout win or a blowout loss unfortunately it was a blowout loss but you are giving our starters minutes to rest uh we have two day or a day off and then wednesday coming back for game six but you got to get more production from our top tier guys. Kyle Lowry, only 10 points. Marcus Salt, zero points. And uh, OG, only seven points. Pascal, only 10 points. Like, you got to get more something from these guys. And the fact that, we, you know, it could be, it could be a, a majority of things. And a lot of it was that Boston was just a better team, but it could be fatigue as well. So if there, if we can take anything out of it, is that our 
you know, our starters didn't have to play 42, 45 minutes a game just to lose by, you know, three or four. So mm-hmm. we can we can harp that this was just uh, one of those games, just like game one. But like Leo Routon said on Twitter, we could be easily, easily have been down 0-3. But it's 3-2 and right now for the Boston Celtics, and I'll take that any any day of the week. Jay, Dre, any other uh, final thoughts for this one? Yeah, I said that OG was on another planet, which might have been true for a lot of the game, but I want to give him kudos to at least being the only guy to show up in the first quarter. So at least there was that. Um, I believe in these guys. Uh, they got to believe in themselves. Um, I know a lot of it's exhaustion as well. That's the playoffs, and if anybody knows it better than anyone else, it's these guys who are last yeah. year's champions. They got this deep down. They can pull this off, and either way, whether it's – a disastrous game like today or a nail bitter like game two we're proud of these guys and we know that they're going to come back next year super strong or they're going to keep fighting this playoff series or the next series super strong so uh, we have faith in our guys everybody has ugly games it happens and let's Very just true. move on to game six once the the this feeling of of despair rides away which it will over the next hour hours Maybe I'll need to sleep on it. But honestly, there's going to be... I, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be excited come tomorrow morning because we get to see Kyle Game 6 Kyle Lowry again. We get to see Nick Nurse pull all of the tricks out of his bag because it's desperation time. And we saw it in Games 3 and 4 what desperation will bring the Raptors. And, you know, these these champs are, are not going to give up their titles that easily. So I am actually I very excited for Game 6. Bring it on. I will even go as far as saying that I will predict a victory. That's how confident I am in this team. Nice. So bring it on, man. I, I Let's just go to game six already because I know that the team is is, is steaming and, and want to take it back to the Celtics and, and stuff it back in their faces. And I have every faith that they will. Yeah, and it's a similar response with what the Celtics did. If you looked at Jalen Brown, his response... Um, Brad Stevens, this is literally what their response was on what got, what happened here. So you might be right. This could be a smacking of the Celtics next game. I'm excited. Kyle Lowry post game. Every single game is a different game. It's the playoffs. Right now we're on the brink of elimination, so we're literally fighting for our lives on the basketball floor. It's win or go home. Game six coming at you on Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at That's Rep Pod. Connect with us before, after, during the game, especially because we'll be we'll be cheering on the Raptors win or loss in Game Six. Let's let's hope for a win. Until next time, that's a wrap.